This episode of Hey, Don't Touch That is brought to you by Greenhouse Salad Company, located in Edmonton, Alberta. Hey guys, are you looking to not eat your own cooking for 10 days in a row or 10 meals? Is your partner's cooking less than satisfactory? Are you tired of just going to the grocery store and getting a prepackaged rotisserie chicken? Well, look no further. My friends at the Greenhouse are offering... 10 meals for $100. That's right, folks. $10 a meal. That is less than your coffee. I guess two coffees at Starbucks or wherever you get your coffee. Whenever you're, uh, and it's fantastic. It's a great deal. Both Jordan and I use this service. Jordan more so than I. Uh, they don't, they're not in uh, BC. But, yeah, they're fantastic. So go now. Mention this ad. And they might give you a 10% discount. So let them know that, hey, don't touch that. Sent you. Get your 10 meals for $100 today. See ya. Okay, welcome folks to episode 14 of Hey, Don't Touch That. I am your host, Brian Kong, joined as always with uh, my co-host, long-suffering co-host, Jordan Leach. <laughs> Jordan, how's it going today? I'm good. I'm actually really sore though. I did, right. uh, I've been doing like, switch, trying to switch up workouts during this whole, I don't know what you want to call it, whatever, this whole shut-in at-home thing. Uh, so the one I tried on Friday was uh, 10, 10, and 10 push-ups, uh, weighted squats, and chin-ups. So you do 10, 10, 10, 30-second break. I did 10 rounds of it. At the end of it, I was like, ah, you know, I feel pretty good. I woke up Saturday and was like, I can't walk. <laughs> My legs are killing me. And today was no better. You could do 10 chin-ups of your own weight? Yeah. But wow. they, like they, they struggle near the end, but... I don't know if people would count them by like seven, eight, nine, and ten, but I get about that's... my forehead probably gets to the bar. <laughs> like, okay, well, oh. that's good enough. So I could uh, probably actually do five chin-ups every time, like respectably, and then after that, uh, I could definitely do ten. Uh, what's this way? Pull-ups. Those are chin-ups. Those pull-ups are, are like palm facing away from you okay so i was doing 10 uh palm facing oh, away shit. and like i can do about five and then the last five they deteriorate from there so wow anyway oh, that, I, okay I yeah nothing else new with me that's that's pretty impressive i uh, i struggled to do five pull-ups i think it's seven's my max then i gotta like kip i gotta hit my uh get some momentum oh, crossfitter crossfitter all right. Hey, Jordan. So we're joined today by one of our good friends. And this is uh, this interview is basically one of the reasons why we started this podcast, because we haven't talked to our friends in a long time. Mm-hmm. So would you like to introduce our guest for today, Jordan? Yes. We've been trying to get on the show since the very beginning, and we finally broke him down. 
Uh, <laughs> he is, I believe, a blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Hasn't, well, tra- he he hasn't, hasn't trained. Hasn't <laughs> trained in forever. Um, he is a really good friend of ours. Uh, this is Pat Direct. Patty, how are you? G'day, how are you? They don't, they don't take your belt color from you, right? No. Like, you'll forever, you it, you'll forever. forever be a blue belt. And Pat's That's the right. one guy where I've seen use his jiu-jitsu skills out in the real world. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. I, <laughs> what it happened? Was, it was What's the our, story? It was in our young party days. And uh, yeah. I don't even know what happened, but some guy, uh, did he take you down or did you just like pull guard? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically Pat pulled guard and had him like a one-handed choke. And then that was it. Like it was just. Oh, yeah, from the bottom. From the bottom. Because I hadn't been training jiu-jitsu and I yeah. was drunk. And I didn't lose jujitsu, so was, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, both guys were drunk, and that was it. Like it was just like they looked at each other. Pat just pulls card and that one arm choke, and that was it. So it was a wow. long time ago. It was when I'm Pat pretty... was young and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. No, that's pre- that's the first time I've heard this. I'm pretty impressed, Pat. You pulled. Really, guard. that was an impressive story. How you, you I... pulled guard? You actually used jujitsu in real life. That's more <laughs> yeah. times than I've used jujitsu. I was life. a little bit distraught after it, but you know, drunken anger, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't actually use any jujitsu there, and I was like, that's just well, ridiculous. Pat <laughs> didn't. Pat didn't get hit, so that's a win. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's more right. than I even, can say. Even though I don't think Pat even knew what was going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> in his in Pat's defense, he had no clue what was I, happening. Frankly, he was taken aback by the whole thing. Yeah. For those of us that know Pat, this is (laughs) totally out of his realm of ever happening. (laughs) So, anyway. Holy crap. Yeah, Pat, we haven't. uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so before we start, we will get on with it. Let's do our podcast beer review. So, you want to, Jordan, why don't you? Why don't you start with okay. the beer? I feel like I always go first, but we'll continue yeah. the trend. Um, tonight, I am drinking. It's called the Big Rig Premium Pilsner. Uh, oh, I don't wow. Know where it's from. It's probably f- Big Rig uh, is, uh, that's, oh, no, never mind. Go ahead. Well, you can, if you know, you can, it's from, it's brewed in Canada, Ontario. Oh, okay. No, I thought it was, the, I got confused with the Rig Pig from Brewsters. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's from the Big Rig Brewery. And I picked this beer specifically because for a long time now lots of us thought pat looks like uh, uh what's his name johnny hendrix, hendrix. johnny yeah. hendrix from the ufc whose name is big rig <laughs> is there is there video to this recording because no many will no there's no question video. how anyone came up with that conclusion by the it's time it's like, the here's... eyes it's the eyes like pat has the exact same <laughs> eyes looks else nothing really else like him but Dad and I used to have a substantial beard on my face. Oh, yeah. Pat used to have yeah. a huge beard, but Pat's not bald like Johnny Hendricks. <laughs> no. And definitely doesn't have dynamite in his hands like Johnny <laughs> Hendricks. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, you guys go continue while I clean that up. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Jordan. While I have your, I'm drinking the last beer. I think it's the only beer of the uh, Phillips four tape pack taster the eight pack taster whatever that i haven't had on this podcast it's the uh, phillips raspberry wheat ale as mentioned in earlier podcasts patty i only drink phillips because the cans are really cool looking this is a, a good uh, beer. i like the phillips they they're good and the can like the can look at this look at this fucking can this is one of the more plain cans they have on here and i, I like 
God damn it. They had one with like a tiger shark on it. That's the only reason I drank it. Yeah, anyway. But uh, this is a raspberry wheat ale. The last of the Mohicans that I have not drank on this podcast live. So we'll see how it goes. They say if if they spent all that time, you know, making the outside look pretty, maybe they they spent the time for what's inside too, right? I hope. I hope. Yeah. That's very good insight, Pat. Hey, Patty. That's why we have you on the show for comments like that. Yeah, right. I think I got that from like a, like a <laughs> wine tour or something like that. <laughs> Where, where'd you go on the wine tour? Where was that? Was that in uh, BC? I've done one in Kelowna, yeah, uh, the Okanagan, and then one in uh, one in uh, San Francisco, I guess. All right. I don't know. All right, Patty, what you got? What I got. So I went, uh, just picked up whatever that sounded good. So I've got this what? dogger cod. They, well, I was, uh, you know, I don't, I don't drink a lot much these days. And it was a, it's a white ale, you know, something crisp, something to enjoy. It says uh, craft brew from BC. I was like, oh, what a boy. Guy from BC. That looks like Fuck a big BC, bottle. Man. It's a tall bottle. And it's, uh, you know, they say it's the winter strength. So it's, uh, you know, we got a 6% here, 650 mil. <laughs> well after this i see pat picked a bottle that matches his penis size <laughs> <laughs> definitely not brian's <laughs> anyway i just sorry about that but i'm gonna stop but you, have you have you seen pat's penis no i've not seen pat's penis hmm. <laughs> all, right. all right on that awkward note uh cheers happy podcast day yeah cheers Oh, sure. This is better than I remembered it. Woo, boy. Getting fucked up tonight. Gonna get lit. Just kidding. We're not. We don't get lit on this. This one does, uh, it has hints of uh, lemon peel and chamomile. So it kind of uh, goes really well with what I was going for. You know, something crisp, enjoyable. And it's, uh, it delivers. <laughs> nice. If you, have chamomile, if you have chamomile in there, it'll probably... Oh wait, no, never mind. I forgot what chamomile actually does. I thought it like it was a diuretic, but no, never mind. That's dandelion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it relaxes maybe. Uh, actually, it's a sleep aid, isn't it? Chamomile, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so don't get yeah. too sleepy. All right, Not Patty. Nice. So, uh, cheers. We all took a sip of our beer. Um, so this is uh, we're gonna have our have a little discussion with pat pat's one of the few friends that we have that if they dropped out of jujitsu so normally if you drop out of jujitsu and if you go your separate way we don't see you ever again unless you come back to jujitsu so if jordan and i uh, if i still live in edmonton and i stopped training i would likely not see jordan ever again patrick is one of the few friends that both jordan and i have that left jujitsu for a significant period of time sort of came back left again but we still we actually still hang out we still see each other a big part of that is because my wife and your wife are very good friends um, it's not because you want to spend time with me i've just well, interwoven myself into your life that you can't get rid of me <laughs> you've i i find that that's a that's a very good way if you if you want to remain friends with me be friends with my wife she's really good at staying in touch with people she's generally a good person like i don't know how she ended up with me Anyway, um, but yeah, Patty, you're again one of the few people we all still hang out with. Uh, so, I guess let's aside from jujitsu, how well, like, man, how do you know us? 
Just kidding. There's no. <laughs> uh, well, how did I get to know you guys? It was jujitsu, the, uh, the dojo, right? Um, I started in the West Side, um, some of the early days, I think. And, uh, Jordan, you were established there. Yeah, it was a, like the first wave before you, I think, kind of, and then That's you right. kind of came after. Yeah. So shit, how long is that? It's like it's been a while. Years? Like I think, yeah, ten, eleven years. Oh nine, I started, yeah. and you were right behind me. So probably like twenty ten year. Yeah, yeah, or late that year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you were only a couple of stripes ahead of me. Yeah, that's right. So probably, then, <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, then what year. happened? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then. How did we, I mean, you came, started training there, Brian, but I think I started meeting you outside of, outside of the dojo. I gotta be honest, I don't remember, man. I know, well, Brian came and taught, uh, our current instructor at the time went, went on mat leave. So Brian came and started teaching us. And then, I don't even know how we started hanging out with Brian, to be honest. <laughs> Brian's a tough nut to crack, but I'm sure James was involved in getting us all together, but. Yeah, Something I can't remember. I legitimately don't remember the first time I met Pat, but for the longest time, I was just like, "Man, fuck this guy." Uh, right? Yeah, I was like, "Who the fuck does this guy think he is, Pat? Pat? Oh, look at me! Everyone likes me. I'm such a nice guy." But uh, that's the attitude I portrayed, eh? <laughs> yeah. But no, I remember we started the day that Pat and I—I I knew that I would be a good friend of his for a long time. We went camping this one time. And this is when uh, it was Pat's like first or second time camping. And I normally don't camp that well. It was raining. And Pat and I were just sitting down there drinking beer. And I realized this guy is a very cool person. We have we have a lot in common. Uh, like the only thing we like doing camping is drinking beer. And uh, we were just sitting there. And I remember we are just like, yeah, this is great. This is awesome. I love camping. Why don't we do this? And our wives are just like, like the original camping people like, yeah, we should go. It's very wet. It's uh, it's rainy. This is not fun. You're yeah. not going to have a lot of fun. And Pat and I were just like, well, well, well we, should go. we should keep camping. Anyway. I you and I, that. yeah, are a little bit alike in the sense that like our wives kind of got us more into camping than, than I think we were. Yeah. Like, you uh, guys weren't really outdoor people before. <laughs> not, not at all. No. Now, Pat, now Pat's like Dora the Explorer when he's outside. He's just like <laughs> has all the proper gear on, just cruising around, <laughs> knows what's going on. Has like the nice tent. Yeah, has a super the big nice Agnes. Tent. The big thing. Uh, <laughs> didn't buy his at Costco. All right. So that's how we know Pat. That's how he eventually became friends. And yeah, Jordan, what's your question? Uh, yeah, Pat, why don't you tell us what it is you are doing now? You. Uh, you're definitely using your schooling at your current job. I, well, <laughs> I think you are anyway. Um, but yeah, tell us what you're doing now and what project you're working on now. Nice project. Um, or so a I'm highlight a, project, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. And you don't, have to, you don't have to name your, you don't have to name your employer either. If you prefer get, get real specific, get real boring, right? Um, so I'm an electrical engineer by trade, um, by training. I guess I graduated in 2007. Um, um, I mean, it's hard not to describe what I do without giving away sort of what my employer is. But uh, so Nobody, I'm an engineer yeah. with the air traffic control company in Canada. Oh, wow. So um, I guess I've been there for over a decade. I guess 
biggest commitment I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Next to kids and your wife, but okay, let's go. No, he's he's been uh, he's been at uh, his current job longer than he's had kids or been married. Man, I That's understand for, that, but you know, anyway, pull the plug tomorrow. I didn't, you know. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> um yeah so i mean without getting too much into it um you know i do antennas antenna sighting you know um, computers and the networks that connect them all kind of thing um so i i I used to do a lot of the uh my specialty was kind of like landing aids at airports what's a landing aid uh specifically i work on things called ils's so they're the uh the, the systems that um, land your or give the guidance signals to your aircraft um, the pilots can't see. So, so pilots don't argument. actually, they don't, they can't see when they're landing. So these, you have these little things on the runway that send signals up to the plane. Is that, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. I mean, there's, yes. For an island, there's, there's many different ways for pilots, uh, systems for, for pilots used to land. ILS is specifically like uh, antennas, you know, around the runway that give them horizontal and vertical guidance. So, you know, you can't see anything out of the window, um, you know, thick fog, whatever, you know, you just got a little needles on your, on your display that, uh, that tell the pilot and maybe the, the FMS how to fly. So on a day-to-day basis, what it exactly would you be doing? Are you always just like making tweaks to the system or are you uh, making repairs? Yeah, so I'm, I'm like in the planning design group. So, um, you know, I'm kind of like fielding equipment. Um, so it's not, it's not tweaking. It's, it's more of, of like the initial rollout of the gear. Okay. Yeah. Is that why you're, uh, cause you travel a fair bit for your job, correct? Yes. Or you have in the past anyway. I know that. Before they've asked everybody to not fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <been> uh, great. <laughs> you used to go up to, uh, up north, right? None of it, or somewhere in and around there. It's been a great, yeah. It's been a great uh, opportunity to see all of Canada. I've been, you know, as far north as uh, Saks Harbor on, on Banks Island, so up in the archipelago. I've been, uh, you know, as far east as uh, Charlotte, Charlottetown is, is far east of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I can see Brian's just googling <laughs> Banks. Island. I got a chair. I don't even know where Saks Island is. Uh, Saks Island, yeah. I have no Saks Harbor. Saks yeah. Harbor. Uh, what? How much sunlight do they get up there? Is it like all sunlight all the time, or? Yeah, in the in the summer it, they get the twenty four hour uh, sunlight, and, Jesus. and in the winter they get the twenty four hour darkness. Ooh, so I remember cool. when I went went up there, um, and and fortunately i'm on the installation so like i'm not spending weeks in places i'm spending maybe one or two nights <laughs> the white collar and, and a place like Saks harbor was a place one of those type of yeah white collar is, a, is one of the places that you you might not want to spend a lot of time in um you know it's a small community it doesn't have you know well if you're there for work right i mean like if i had unlimited money i would sure i'd like to go out there with a guide and, and go see what the place has to offer but you know it's they don't have a bar, right? Yeah. What do you do? There's not much to do up there, I guess, for a couple yeah. of days. Yeah, exactly. So how do you even, sir, how do you even make your way up to Saks Harbor? I uh, tried Googling it from there to Penticton. I literally says, cannot find route there. So how did I get there? We went Edmonton. So I live in Edmonton. Um, we flew, flew to Yellowknife. 
And then from Yellowknife, we were actually chartered. They do have sketch service, I think, from Inuvik. But we uh-huh. chartered an aircraft that took us from uh, Yellowknife to Ulukuk, uh, which is like used to be called <laughs> Holman Island, uh, yeah. um, and then on to, to Saks Harbor. So we, we were in like, um, if you can imagine, it was like uh, maybe a six-seater plane mm. you know, where, where they, the seats were basically like sheet metal kind of quality oh, you know because it's like a mix of of cargo and not um uh, not pressurized i think it's about it was about two two and a half hours from yellowknife to Uluwaktuk, and then it was like another two hours to Saks harbor or so oh, i remember so incredibly loud like that non-stop you know did like, you go it's up, quite a sorry did you go up there during like winter and summer or like, have you been up there during both seasons no thankfully it was just only the summer. I oh. think it was. I think it was July. I think if I remember correctly, it was July. How cold does and it get up there in the winter? The high in in the winter. I yeah. think it's you know like the minus fifties to oh. minus seventies wind chill. I don't even know. Like it's the Arctic. It's the Arctic. They in July when I went, um, you know, I brought my winter parka because like the high was like you know supposed to be one or two degrees. Holy shit. Well, like the thing they say too, like, you know, what happens? What happens to say if like your aircraft goes down or whatever? You know, you die. That's what shit. happens. Well, true. Yeah. But if you survive, what happens then? You know, get into that like lost island kind of thing. Anyway, so I have my winter parker, parka, even though it's it's only like two degrees high, maybe minus five. You know, just in case. Wow. And in the summer, what does it get pretty hot? Well, that was July. Well, that was July. So no, I think I think their <laughs> records is is double digits. Like I mean, you'd have to to Google and fact check that. But Jesus, I yo, don't think it gets terribly warm. Jordan, just to give you an idea of the type of place we're dealing with, uh, on their official Wikipedia page, the communities and I quote: "Economy is based largely on hunting and trapping. Hunting and trapping. Ooh. I didn't even realize those industries even existed. Still, <laughs> that's insane." It, well, they got muskogs up there. Uh, what the hell yeah, is that? Economy, like, like, and it sounds like mostly what they do to promote, like, you know, the indigenous. Up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. The community is also home to the largest commercial muskog harvest in Canada. What? Wait, what's a muskog? Musk ox. Musk ox. Oh, musk ox. Sorry. Holy shit! It's like a big cow, <laughs> hairy, big hairy steer. <laughs> um. <laughs> other than uh sax island right we said uh yeah you've been able to go to montreal for work too it's like funner places correct <laughs> that's correct because yeah uh like tell us a little bit about there because you i know you were able to maybe see a couple events while you were there um we have like a, a training facility like kind of like halfway between ottawa and montreal so it's been actually quite great um you know used to be at least like you know twice a year or something get out there um so i've really got to take in montreal i have family out there which is awesome so you know get to spend the weekend have to have a free place to stay and uh yeah i've, I've taken in you know a couple of the ufc fights when i was there you know got to enjoy uh festivals i'd say Montreal's yeah. a great it's a yeah. great town <laughs> that was crazy i'm still stuck on sax island by the way i still can't believe or sax harbor that's I just can't I, believe you had an opportunity to go up that north and that remote. 
yeah, it's as, as nice as it is to go to a place like Vancouver or Calgary, yeah. Montreal, or whatever, right? Like, those are the trips I, I remember most because it's yeah. like I was never going to open my wallet and say, This is where I'm going to go for vacation. Yeah. And, and not a lot of people get that opportunity. And it's, it's a place that um, I'd encourage people to, you know, you have the opportunity to see. It's, it's, it's quite wild. You know, That's nuts. It's country, you know, and, uh, it's quite wild the experience. Would you say that? is like the most interesting place or like you said you went to charlottetown yeah i had lobster there chilled on a long bridge i mean <laughs> you know not, not, not to shit on pdi but, well hopefully sean uh, morrison's listening <laughs> yo he's from nova scotia there's a difference oh well, sorry east is east anything past ontario it's like well I don't know. yeah 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 they sort of sound the same don't they they're all yeah. friendly they're very friendly when i was there you know yeah. so like um, flowers in the attic friendly dun, dun, dun. all right never mind. I, I barely get it either it's about uh two uh, a sibling pair that was having incestuous relationships but anyways I digress. what are you talking about just you google it flowers in the attic. That. yeah that's exactly what i'm googling that's get out of here sorry bro. i don't want to hear your little old chinese folk tales <laughs> <laughs> okay so back to Charlottesville, Charlottetown. So that was it. That was for work. That was as far east as you got, eh? PEI. Actually, I got to look at a map. I've been to New Brunswick as well. Which ones? <laughs> They're kind of on top of each other. But yeah, that's about. Yeah, no, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Interesting. So is that the most interesting place you've traveled? Or sorry, what was okay? So you've done you've done some traveling in your life too. Let's let's uh, let's switch gears while we're on that. That's called a segue. Uh, you've had the opportunity to travel quite a bit, Patty. Can you tell me about some places that you've gone to? I know that you've been to Panama. Is that that's correct? right? That's right. Yeah. Um. How how was it? Yeah. How did you get there? Uh, <laughs> how did we get there? Um, actually, that was, um, that was a vacation that uh, uh, my girlfriend, seemed to be my, my wife at the time, uh, went. Um, and that was a cool, cool place to go, uh, Panama. Um, we did, uh, we kind of did a little bit of everything while we were there. I forget how long we stayed. Maybe it was like a week and a half. Anyways, we stayed in, um, in Panama City, but um, they have like a, UNESCO Heritage Park, like Casco Bejo. Um, uh-huh. So it's like Panama City, there's a lot of money. Like there's, there used to be a Trump Hotel. So like, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of like opulent buildings and, and really like fancy high rises and stuff like that. Um, but then they have like just, you know, favelas, right? Um, yeah. and, and Casco Bejo was kind of like a little bit of in between both kind of thing, you know? It was, yeah, kind of walk 20 minutes from the downtown core and that's where you're there but it was all the 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 old buildings you know that most of them actually were like just you know facades of buildings supported by like metal steels right that they're just kind of keeping this area um, preserving it as best as they can Uh, it's super charming you know a lot of of great restaurants and a little bit of nightlife and so that was kind of like the first part of our trip you know stayed Mm -hmm. in nice like BRBO, top patio, uh, pool, you know, warm Panamanian weather. It's awesome. And then we went to... Uh, you stayed uh, in a favela, didn't you? That was the second part of it. You wanted to just catch both sides? No? 
I was just kidding. Don't, don't. We, um, you know, as, as you're not encouraged to go to the play, you know, where the locals only are, especially when you look like me. <laughs> the brightest white guy. <laughs> yeah. Tall, white, <laughs> slender, <laughs> limited <laughs> jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> Can't defend himself. <laughs> no street sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. That reflexes off me like a giant beacon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, man, we, we actually ended up taking a cab once and they took us through one of the areas like that. And of course, the cabbie doesn't speak any English. And of course, he can barely speak any Spanish. And, you know, all he's doing is talk. Oh, what's, the, um, what's the dictator that the Americans took out? Like, um, I have to remember, but he, he just got. Uh, Noriega. Uh, anyways, you know, he just kept telling us stories of Noriega. You know, like, oh, is that it? Noriega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So you know, uh, Noriega, Noriega. He's making gun motions and bang, 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 and this and that, and like detouring through like the you know really rundown you know parts of, of Panama. Yeah, the super local part of Panama. Super local parts, and we're wondering like you know. Is he going to stop? And is this where we get all of our shit taken from us? Or, you know, <laughs> had some of that fun on that trip. Um, Did you not stay in the jungle at one point in your trip? Or not in the, tour? In the jungle. We, we went to the San Blas Islands. Okay. So uh, if I get it right, like Panama City's on, on the Atlantic side, and I think then San Blas is on the Pacific side. Um, so that's a super, super neat place to go. And if you ever have a chance, go, go check it out. It's, um, it looks exotic. <laughs> it is. It's, uh, it was quite like the hall to get there, right? Like, you know, you got picked up by like some guy in an old suburban at like six in the morning or five in the morning, like mm-hmm. early cities shut down and they drive about like two, two and a half hours. And, you know, basically, cause you're going coast to coast, you have to go up the mountains and down again. Yeah. Not fantastic roads for the most part. Um, uh, they don't have any regard for speed limits on the highway. It's actually a fun experience if you drive up that. <laughs> um, and then, what's the name of the people? So, sandblast in the area is actually can more controlled by like the indigenous population there. So you actually have to go through like a checkpoint. The Kuna people. The Kuna. That's right. Kuna Kana. That's right. Kuna, yeah. So at one point, you know, we actually have to do like a, a checkpoint and a passport check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian's just giggling. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, to get through. Yeah. And so you go up the hills through the jungle and down. Um, and, do they take and, your passports or do they hold the phone? They do not take your passports. Right. That's good. Be freaky. That would be freaky. Yeah. My wife's definitely more traveled than mine. And I don't think she would have left. <laughs> but i probably would have gladly been like okay oh, sorry. Yeah, this that, seems that, normal. that's what we need yeah was the uh, island when you got there quite secluded absolutely pretty bi- oh absolutely and like i'm it's long-winded but like the journey to get there was quite remarkable um and then they like they, they load you on like these little like boats and like you drive like into the ocean for you know, 20 minutes or whatever like cool. that and then it's just like your picturesque deserted um you know, island, you know, with palm trees yeah. and like very little um, development. We slept you... in tents. Oh, wow. You guys oh, stayed wow. overnight on the island? It, two or three nights, yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. And very little people there? 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's pockets of some like there's I think like, there's like 400 islands or so in this oh, okay. area. So I think there's pockets of it where like they've got the full on generators and like mm-hmm. you know, some some wealth. Yeah. But generally, for the most part, it's it's just wood huts. Cool. You know. Could you guys generator. go? Could you guys go full on nude on the beach and no one would be really able to see you or what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, yeah, you, you could, could go full on nude, and not many people uh, have seen you. Of yeah, course, Pat right. did. <laughs> okay, so you're in a remote place. Is it is it a high tourist area, or are there like services for tourists, or no? Like well, yeah, I think their industry is. is oh, okay, 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 right? okay, So, like, you gotcha. know, we, we kind of like forked over all their money online, and you know, you you show up at this like receiving area on the shore with completely organization and you're just like boy i hope somebody calls my name and asks me to get to the island right yeah and same thing they have little yeah so it is it's a tourist thing for sure okay Um, sorry you made it uh i was picturing this to be less touristy but never mind it's it's quite touristy obviously yeah i mean yeah you know it was a a tour package that brought us out there i guess right Uh, yeah um they cater to tourism. They had, uh, they fed you. They would go out and they would catch your your meal for you. Oh, it wasn't wow. something like, yeah, we, you know, hired somebody to get us to a remote desert island and then we played Survivor for three days. <laughs> 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 I mean, if you know me, I haven't done a ton of travel, and that wasn't gonna be my, my first. This was this was out there for me actually to, to, to catch them. That's crazy. Yeah. Picturesque island. I do have want to segue. Uh between for to a different topic but we should probably take a break soon like by now so why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back okay sounds good sounds good and we're back hey pat so i just wanted to ask you so jordan is a very handy person I remember the first time I met Jordan, we asked him to do some handyman stuff. I was very impressed. So the fact that I asked Jordan one time to do a certain task, it's called mudding. Uh, he was just like, you know, I could do that, but we generally leave the mudding to the Dutch. And then he introduced me to you saying that you're actually very, very good at doing drywall and mudding walls. And I was impressed because to me, Jordan is the home renovation king. Listen. How'd you get into Renos, man? How like you sit at a desk all day just like myself, but when you need something done yourself, you're not calling your friend Jordan. You're doing it yourself mostly. So tell us how that started just for you. Before Pat answers this, me and Pat, when it comes to renovations, are like night and day. Pat's like meticulous, has to be like the right pretty way. much perfect in the right way. <laughs> Whereas me, it's like, you know what? It's pretty much okay. <laughs> as long as it works, I'm good. You're like, we're, we're starting this. I don't know how we're going to finish this. Where I'm like, you know, let's think it all the way through before <laughs> yeah. we just take a, a hammer to the wall. <laughs> I'm like, nope. <laughs> let's just rip it open and see where it gets us. Yeah, Pat, Jordan will sorry. finish your job quicker. <laughs> Jordan, hey, Jordan's the best plumber I know. He's also the only plumber I know. But uh, he's the standard I measure all plumbers against. It's good work, yeah. But uh, So uh, yeah, Pat, how'd you get into it? You know, it was, I think my mom encouraged it, you know, um, um, growing up, like, you know, things needed to be done around the house. She just was like, whatever, go, go figure it out. You know, like, I think we were like 12, we built our deck and 
elastic and fall over. So wait, wait, you, know, you built your deck at twelve? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Just you or you and your brother? Yeah, my brother was there. Um <laughs> it didn't help uh, much. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Let's go back a ways. But yeah, no, I think I think I had you more to support them. I guess for those that don't know, Pat's also a twin. His twin brother, right. Michael, who looks nothing like him. No. <laughs> his twin brother, Michael, is also the one that does the trades. These, he's this yeah, day, he's yeah. actually a tradesman. Yeah. Yeah, he's a master electrician by trade. So master. Fantastic at the job. A <laughs> white term, master. <laughs> he's a master. So you, your mom just helped you start, like she encouraged you to, you know, build your own deck. Your deck didn't fall over. Did you do anything else? Did you go to take any classes or? No, no classes whatsoever. Um, you know, I guess like, you know, we're the, the YouTube generation, right? So uh, actually, you know, like as weird as it sounds, like my mom really did promote that, like building. Right? It used to be like Sunday uh, you know, evening, like we watch and like we were all watching um, it would be like the new Yankee workshop, which is just a part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, I know of it, Carpenter, yeah. And then like this whole house, and we just walk renovations. You know? Wow. So I kind of like, I enjoyed that from an early age, I guess. And then mom gave me the opportunity uh, to do some of that. So I think kind of that's where it started, you know, you know, paint around the house, you know, this and that. And then I started working for a building supply company uh, through university. Um got great discount on shit so she would be like hey let's do this and i, th- I think partly too i was like hey, we could remodel you know before uh, before everybody was like inspired by the uh, the remodel shows and stuff like that. so she was happy enough to give us you know f- find some of the improvements and mm-hmm. just, you know, see what i can do and good learning experience for you then moving on to your own places you can tackle. i like to say i I make all my mistakes at somebody else's job and i do it for myself then i know how to do it smart thing to do you definitely because you in your current house you actually turned a room with an elevator shaft into a room which is quite impressive like i have yeah you're you know as a all, all jokes aside, you're, that's pretty inspiring for a guy that's, you know, basically taught yourself a lot of the things and to have somebody who's, who, who's a professional tradesman that gets paid to do things, tell his uh, uneducated friend that this is, he's very good at money. Like that's, you know, you take your wins when you can get them. That's awesome, man. I, uh, I think a lot, a lot of folk, like people in general are less hopeless than they think they, they should try doing trying to fix a lot of these things themselves provided that they have a friend that can bail them out but yeah that's awesome that you, you know how to do these things man. Mm-hmm. good on you thank definitely. you definitely all right well that concludes our interview portion of this show jordan let's uh give our good old friend patty the full hey don't touch that experience perfect, perfect. what's the first segment we're gonna do uh let's do about last week all right so we're gonna do about last week patty so what we're gonna do is uh, jordan's gonna bring up a news item and you and i will just uh, give our opinion on it so jordan hey. what you got okay i only have two for this week uh one was our favorite golfer was in a pretty bad car accident this week oh no i don't know if you guys heard about it but tiger woods yeah uh was i think rushed to the hospital after he had to be pulled from his car using the jaws of life oh 
He has a bad single car accident in LA County on Tuesday morning with officials requiring the jaws of life to free him from his vehicle. Uh, it's basically single vehicle rollover on the border of Rolling Hills Estates. Oh, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. And he Shit. was, I think he was already kind of nursing an inch, like nursing, getting recovering from surgery too. So hopefully he's okay. Uh, I don't know what the word is on him. I think he's obviously not life threatening, but who knows what this does for his golf career? Yeah, isn't uh, he coming back? He's like coming back the last with, like three, four years. Yeah, he's had, like a couple of knee surgeries, and I think he just had a back surgery as of as of pretty recently too. So, kind of getting some momentum in this. It's just uh, it's mm-hmm. tragic. And he's forty five now, so I mean, okay. he's not. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's old, old, I guess, old. right? So, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> No. Well, I'm saying like the bounce back might not be as easy as it was when he was maybe 25. That but, is so uh, crazy. Just have that guy's career. If you, I don't know. I, I had something in my head. Would you rather have somebody's just uh, just a regular uh, golfer? Let's whose career? Phil Mickelson. Would you rather have Phil Nicholson's career? Or would you rather have Tigers? So, like, Mickelson is like kind of steady up, steady up. Never, like, I think at times considered the best golfer in the world, but for the most part, like, he's not, nobody's naming a golf line after him. Or would you rather have Tigers' career? So, you have crazy amount of fame in the beginning, can't touch you. And then your life basically, you know, you, you self implode. Well, are we like, am I Tiger Woods and he's like sleeping with all these adult film stars or? Yeah, well, would you rather? I mean, like career. Would you, would you rather t- be have like millions of dollars? Yeah. you know, what? I'd, then, rather, I'd rather yeah, be Tiger yeah. Woods, best golf in the world. <laughs> Apparently, slinging dick at whoever he wants. <laughs> I don't know. I. But he did. He got that greatest of all time almost, right? Like he. he yeah. Got th- so many masters. He he hit the top of the yeah. game. He's like, pretty. He like I don't think he has like the most uh, majors of all time, but no. I think okay. consensus is if he would have kept his life on track, he would have easily crushed it. So it's hard to say. Like to me, especially in my lifetime, I'm never going to see anyone as great as him at the game of golf. I don't think. But he's he's just so frustrating for me. It's just like, oh my god, man! If you just focused. <laughs> Mm-hmm. like this is you fucking around if this is this version of your career is you fucking around don't you don't you ever get upset at yourself it's like how much more could you have accomplished and you've accomplished is, so much is that way like he, he lacks focus like on the game is, is no flat? so if, there's a documentary that recently got released on him it wasn't uh oh, yeah. i don't think it was tiger woods sponsored like it was done by someone else on him the hbo one right the hbo one yeah but okay. it sounds like his dad made him basically like a golf robot from a young age uh so much so it's all he did but his dad like if you want to talk about role models his dad basically would go to these golf tournaments and be like sleeping with people in this trailer or whatever just random women and i was tired was just like well i'm playing golf and i see my dad do this so they're doing the same thing his dad was doing yeah so, i mean just kind of shows you what wasn't he like a, a little bit of a pioneer though like didn't he bring athleticism yes that's yeah 100%. To, to golf yeah he was kind of the first guy that would like work out like he's not just like rush it down the the fairway like there's always like the john daly like the big chubby guy that can just crush the ball but uh tiger he'd be like he'd have a gym routine he'd be practicing like 24 7 so yeah he'd be in shape yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know obviously i think 
yeah, the Tiger Woods career, you'd rather have that. That's a dumb question. But I, it's just, man, he's so, it's just, that's how great somebody is. He's yeah. just so frustrated with yeah. how his career he went. He could so. be so much greater too, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's just self-destruct. It's like Randy Moss, right? Randy Moss, yeah. by far the greatest receiver ever. Like he was on this pace and then all of a sudden it just like stops trying. His team sucks, goes to the Raiders, well, doesn't try for another two seasons. I guess arguably the greatest talent ever. I wouldn't say Definitely. he's the greatest receiver ever. No, no, I agree. I totally agree. But I think him and Tiger have a lot of parallels in those. Yeah, for sure. Between those you know, two. I can't even like take a shit without looking at my phone. Like even if like, I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to look at my phone, you know, like yeah. in terms Fair. of willpower. So <laughs> to, these guys to be like, do, yeah. Yeah, to be like, man, he just needed a, to really like buckle down. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, All right. Okay, well, uh, the next clip we have actually comes from the world of jiu-jitsu. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> this comes from the Who's Number One event uh, put on by Flow Grappling. So Gordon Ryan, who's pretty, he's a pretty outspoken uh, on social media about a number of topics. Uh, but like many consider him the best, definitely the best no-gi grappler right now. Uh, and he doesn't compete much in a gi, but he's challenged Andre Galvo, who's uh, at ADCC, uh, pretty much the best ADCC competitor of all time. Like he's had some, like tons of super matches. So Gordon Ryan's challenged him multiple times. Galvo has basically been, no, I'm not going to, like, I'll fight you, but I want a million dollars to fight you. So lots of people think it's a cop-out. Like you can't ask for that kind of money in jiu-jitsu. Uh, jiu so Gordon Ryan this weekend stepped in for his brother, Nicky Ryan, who's also really good at jiu-jitsu. Who's 16 or something. Yeah, he's 16 and he's awesome. But Gordon Ryan stepped in against uh, Roberto Jimenez, who is an Atos, uh, at, from the Atos gym, which is Andre Galvo's gym. Uh, it was a really good match. Uh, Gordon Ryan basically said, I'm going to win by mounted armbar, and he won by mounted armbar. Uh, then after uh, after the main event between Craig Jones and Ronaldo Jr., which Craig Jones won, who's also another, he's on Gordon Ryan's team, the DDS, the Down Her Death Squad. Uh, Andre Galvo flips him the bird when he goes to shake his hand. Oh, wow. And this kind of leads to, they start arguing, and then Gal Galvo goes up to Gordon Ryan and pushes him. And this is on video. Gordon Ryan basically just comes back and open hand slaps him across the face. <laughs> and then Galvo kind of just like shies down. Gordon Ryan really? goes, up to, goes up to him again and slaps him again. He's like, come on, what are you going to do? And Galvo just kind of just didn't do anything. Where were they? Wait. They were in the like, backstage of this uh, full grappling event. Oh, shit. Camera's on. He's and the camera's on and everything. And basically, he got slapped twice and didn't do anything. So... I I was talking to a friend earlier and if no matter who it is, if a guy comes up and slaps me, <laughs> it might like instant reaction would be like, like slap him back. Right. Or do something. Right. Regardless. You, sure you wouldn't put your hand on his throat and fall into guard. You know what? That's a way better reaction than what I got. <laughs> Doing in, in nothing. Yeah. And just wait for somebody to do something for you. Yeah. No. Holy so, crap. uh, I don't even know. Like, I like Andre Galvo too, but that's just a, you got to do something, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. No, no. Twice. I think you're correct. And he's the, he's the one who initiated it. He pushed him. Like, what do you yeah. expect? If you push someone, you got to expect something to happen in return. <sighs> yeah, that's it. If you, if you started, like, mm -hmm. what were you thinking was going to happen? Like, he was just going to walk away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I, yeah. It's a bad look. That's a really bad look, especially if you're, 
I don't know, the black guy for jujitsu, and not in the way you think. No. People already feel that jujitsu people are not very tough. They're, they're uh, you know, fake tough. Anyway, maybe that's just my <laughs> opinion. But like, it's just like, yeah, you're. Don't you guys fight? Aren't aren't you fighting? So if someone slaps you, you're not gonna defend yourself. Yeah. Holy crap! Like what? Like I just. I don't know. Galvao is not once, but twice. He slapped you two times. Yeah. Slap him back. Like where was the yeah. entourages? Like did I get a second slap? They don't. Like, and that's the other thing. They don't drug test you for slapping people, Galvao. Yeah. So you'll be fine. Have you seen pictures of this guy? Yeah, I was looking him up here. Ooh. And arguably, these no key guys are just. Are, yeah, arguably they're both like I'm gonna piss hot, but who knows? I would like to see the match though. I think Gordon, like I'm a big Gordon Ryan fan for jujitsu, like. Some of his comments are pretty wild. Ridiculous. But, yeah. Anyway. What type of comments is he making? He's very uh, like anti. I don't know if he's anti-mask per se, but he definitely was oh. anti uh, New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey government for a while. Oh gosh. Uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah, Pat that's kind of. Yeah, somewhat similar. Like very outspoken, and what he says, like he's not going to back down from it too. So. All right. That's it for uh, about last week, the headline. All right. That's a good segment. Thank you, Jordan, for your research. So next segment. <laughs> next segment, we're going to get into our top three. All right, Jordan, what's this week's top three? Okay, so I had to think a little bit about this one, but uh, we're going to do top three gifts given. So top three gifts that you've given. They don't have to be the best, but top three gifts that you are proud of. And you thought was a good gift at the time, whether it was or not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? I guess I can go first. Yeah, let me go first. Okay. So number three for me for a top three gifts that I thought were well, was well uh, given was when I gave Jordan a set, a pair of uh, hook and loop power lock gloves. I was so proud of myself because Jordan, uh, like myself, we, we basically do anything we hear on a podcast. We, we're, the, we're the guys that you're selling things to. Yeah. So when Brendan Shaw started talking about the uh, power lock Everlast gloves, both Jordan and I were legitimately like, yeah, you know, we should try this. Even though like our, the better part of our judgment was like, I don't think he's right. But I was just like, Jordan's going to be so pumped when yeah. I get him a pair of power lock Everlast gloves. And I got them for Jordan. Yeah. And I used them for a while. They were actually... At first, I was like, ah, these things are kind of cheap. <laughs> but the more and more you use them, they're actually quite nice. So definitely not as good as the ad said, but we got a little bit of honey dick there. But How did they smell like? Are they supposed <laughs> to smell? I, I, uh, at the beginning, I was like, man, these smell like vagina. <laughs> yeah. Just a regular, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Just for, yeah. A clean one. A clean one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, anyway, yeah, that's, that's just my first thoughts on them when I got they came out of the box. I was like, oh man, this is the best gift ever. <laughs> they're nice, they're flexible, and they smell like vagina. So anyway, uh, Pat, what is your number three? Well, I'm going to bring it up because <laughs> you're shit talking me on it. So I need, I, uh, <laughs> I got my wife, uh, it is for Christmas once, so like a camping stove. <laughs> that <laughs> kind of sums up like the kind of gift giver i am where it's like you know i really i really put a lot of effort and thought into it mm -hmm. and 
stress. And then yeah. that was my execution. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Imagine. it was a funny gift because uh, I, I agree. Like you probably thought all intentions then, like it's a Coleman stove. She likes camping. Why not go to the stove? Yeah, and we've remember- been talking about it lost. <laughs> um, you know, like we were, you know, I'm like, look, like, you know, you say this is something you want to do. Like, I want to do it with you. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, it's. Yeah. And then she tells it, she's like, Pat got me a camping stove for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, boy, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very usable gift, so. So it's, it's a good gift. I'm getting great mileage out of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're still using it to this day. Great. Yeah. So that was my uh, three. Perfect. Okay. Well, my number three was actually a smaller gift I got from my dad way back when. It was an actually, uh, I, for some reason, I thought my dad golfed a lot more than he did <laughs> but oh. i got him this little golfing mug uh and like in the little club i had a straw so i figured you can put a couple drinks in there and drink from the club and no one would notice um it turns out i don't think he used it ever once <laughs> but i was very How old proud. are you uh i had to have been maybe like 14 13 old enough where i was able to like pay for it on my own wow. but uh, yeah definitely i don't think he he looked like he appreciated the gift, but definitely never used it once. So it was a gift I was quite proud of because, oh, I, like I thought about it. I think he really liked this. I paid for it on my own. Definitely didn't uh, like it as much as I thought he would. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's my number three. Okay. Back to me? Yeah, let's go back yeah. to you. Okay. So my number two is a gift that I've yet to give, but I've oh. been like... Yeah, I've been wanting to do this for a long time, and it's like perfect. So uh, you can Google it if you want. But on Amazon, uh, okay. So actually, wait, who's a gift for? It's for my cousin. Oh, okay, is does he? So listen? I don't think he listens. But <laughs> he I listens. and I've been meaning to get and I've been meaning to get this room for a while, but I uh, just I haven't pulled the trigger. But uh, so back in the day, there was this uh, video going on the internet. Do you know who? in the world has the biggest Fast and the Furious car collection? Fast, no. No? There's a guy living in Edmonton with what? the yeah the biggest Fast and the Furious car collection. Is he Edmonton or, Le, or Beaumont or LeDuc? Anyway, the guy's got a whole bunch of replicas, like actual cars, not like like Legos, but actual <laughs> cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, But when he was, when they were interviewing him, he was wearing the freaking dopest shirt. It said, uh, tuna no crust and then on the bottom it was hashtag remember the buster and i have to get it for my cousin he's the him and i like he's the biggest movie fan i know with in, in terms of quotes and fast and the furious one is like the one him and i quote the most so it's just like very quotable movie it. it's a very quotable movie so he would get that uh that quote pretty he would understand it i would actually want to get that for him so that's that's number two and a side note to that story uh my buddy matt who's like another plumber he's like my, my very first journeyman yeah uh we'd always pull up to lights <laughs> and then I, i'd look over at a car and i'd look at him and be like smoke him <laughs> he'd just like hammer on the gas and he'd blow by us we're in this old ass plumbing man anyway that just reminded me of that okay uh pat let's hit us with our number two best gift number two. um that one, it wasn't, it wasn't about what it was, but it was what I could do. And it was like, a, it was a present for my mom. It was like a, a new TV. And it, mm-hmm. you know, I felt proud, you know, um, you know, it was obviously, I had, had 
graduated and started my career and actually had some money in my pocket. And so I was able to, to spend a little more and, uh, you know, kind of spoil my mom, somebody who, uh, you know, we, we didn't grow up wealthy, right? So, um, poor. <laughs> so, so for me to be able to like, uh, you know, kind of get something big. And it's, Why is that fucking funny? Man? Well, cause he's like, he's like, we didn't grow up wealthy. I mean, we grew up poor. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm not sure what that says. Like, we did, anyways, yeah. Anyway, so that that I felt was a, it was a proud moment. So, so just got some money. Nice. Back. That's a very nice thing. Very Pat. generous of you, Pat. Good son, yeah. you are. I don't do that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, over enough. Uh, okay, my number two uh, was uh, one year I got my mom and my grandma matching gifts. I got them those record player. Uh, with uh, like the CD, the CD thing on the front, the tape deck, and the record player, because both my grandma and my mom both had old records still sitting around. And again, it's another gift that I really thought out and got. And I don't think they neither of them used it all that much. Hence, today my dad actually uses that thing still, but uh, I don't think my grandma and my mom ever actually really used them. So. Uh, another gift that I really thought about was quite proud of, but just didn't get much use. They're both appreciative, but uh, yeah, they neither of them really <laughs> used it all that much. So how does that make you feel? Like you know, like I know you, you you put a, a lot of effort into your gifts. They're very sweet. Yeah, I, your top two is gifts that weren't. I don't feel were appreciated, and they're both family gifts too. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel okay about it. I mean, like I put the effort in. They, they don't know what they're missing in my books, but, but that's yeah. awesome, man. I had to get discouraged. I'd be like, ah, yeah, <laughs> next year, next year, you guys are getting shit. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's why I like you, man. You're awesome. Like that. Perfect. Okay. Pumping my tires, playing a little tummy sticks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian, what's your number one? Yeah. I've, I got a plate on it too. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a great gift giver in, in general, but I, so number one, uh, this, was, this was kind of a random gift. I, I don't, and I don't remember what uh, exactly inspired the gift. Actually, I don't remember when I, gave, when I gave this gift, but it was actually, uh, I got my wife the Sex in the City DVD set. Ooh, steamy. That was a good, it's a, very good uh very good tv series but i i was just like oh yeah she really likes this i think one time we saw i just we were talking about it offhand and then i rem- it was something I, I i just remember like i take notes when people when uh, for a while especially when we were first living together and stuff so i was like always taking notes in my head and i remember she brought it up one time and then i ended up buying it so i thought that was a good gift yeah i know CT ain't got shit on Using me. the old yeah. noggin. Using the old noggin. But then, yeah, so that was a... Uh... Nine months later, your daughter was born. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Pat. Pat, hit if us I with your number one. Your number one give. best gift given. Uh, it was uh, for my wife. It was uh, her 30th. And uh, we went to... I, I booked a trip to, to San Francisco. Oh. So, yeah, it was, it was a big milestone year for her nice uh, it was a place that she she had been to before i hadn't been with her and she she loved it so yeah did you guys go to alcatraz no she had done that before oh, okay. um 
kind of the, the touristy thing and mm-hmm. it's okay to miss it. But, San Francisco you know, seems so nice. It's yeah. it's a great place. It's a great place. We do a lot of outdoorsy eating, drinking, you know, like a wine tour. So mm. then nine months later your daughter was born. <laughs> <laughs> I remember whenever their daughter was born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do I actually. <laughs> and, oh shit. Yeah. Not knowing not knowing even she was pregnant, we played bubble soccer and I <laughs> drilled her into the wall. <laughs> oh, shit. And then right, later right. they tell me after, oh, we're pregnant. I was like, oh perfect. <laughs> yeah, our first was meant to be, you know, yeah. we uh, survived she, a lot uh, of things. Yeah, Dude, she survived an all-inclusive. She has survived bubble soccer. She- yeah. <laughs> that yeah. kid is so smart. Like, I think that that's this unofficially. That's what you should be doing to uh, to your pregnant wife is playing is like drinking <laughs> and playing bubble soccer. If yeah. you want a genius kid, that's, <laughs> yeah. how we do it. that's how you go about it. <laughs> but only in the first three four weeks of pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, we should we should cl- clarify. She did not know at the time. <laughs> That's a very important distinction. It's a very important Thank distinction. You. Thank Brian. you for putting that on the We record. don't want to make it seem like she knew, which is all a little la <laughs> Yeah, and exactly. I don't want to make it seem like I knew either when I crashed into the wall. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, my number one gift is, like Pat for my wife, I have a tie, actually. I've given her all my gifts to her have been great, but uh, there's a tie. One, like you, you reminded me, I did take her on a trip to Montreal. She'd never been there. Uh, unfortunately it was quite cold and windy when we went, but, uh, yeah, I think she really enjoyed that. And I don't know if anyone has ever taken on a trip for her birthday. So that's a plus, but the number one gift was again for her. It was an anniversary gift. I had the foresight to not only buy her a dress that fit, but also buy her jewelry and book a night for dinner. So she didn't know. I just laid it on the bed. She came home. Uh, she came home to the dress and the jewelry and I was like, you're wearing this to dinner. I don't know if it was that night or the next night, but uh, yeah, that was my number one gift. And she, like <laughs> the others, she really appreciated it, I think. See, done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's top-notch gift giving right there. Nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that yeah. does it for uh, top three. I still like, this is a setup. This is a setup for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of shitty Coleman stuff. would like, but okay, Brian. Uh, let's. What do you say that we moved on? I don't know. I just wish I had. A, if I could remember better, I've given lots of gifts to my wife. Why did I remember Sex in the City? I'll never know. But I thought that was a good gift. <laughs> and then you guys say, "Oh yeah, I bought my wife a trip," and it's just like, yeah. ah, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> All right, yeah. next. Brian, Brian bought his wife a DVD. <laughs> Me and Pat are like, "Yeah, we bought our wives trips to whatever for our birthday." Shit. Okay. Um, all right, our next segment. Now, fuck this top three, man. Next segment. <laughs> would you rather? Okay, so what we're rather. gonna do for this is uh, I've been asking uh, Brian and our guests, "Would you rather?" Questions. Um, uh, pretty much just from the internet. So, um, yeah, I have about 10 here. We'll go through and you can answer as honest as you want to be. <laughs> uh, okay. First one, would you la- rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? I'd rather lose the ability to speak. Cause at least I could entertain myself if I could read. So 
I would give up reading in a heartbeat. I don't do that much. Well, yeah, you could get like text to speech shit. Like okay, 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 okay. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> yeah, I'm with. I'm you with know, Pat maybe 23 me. years ago, I'd be like, oh no, I'm fucked. But now, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. no audio book. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Audio. I take it back. Audio books. Audio books. Okay, I'd rather. Uh, yeah, I'd rather lose my ability to. <laughs> that makes sense. Read. Yeah, I'm with Pat on this one. Pat convinced me actually. I was gonna say I don't want to speak because. I don't really need to stop talking to anyone anyway. I'll learn sign, but it might be harder than I think. So text-to-speech is way better. Okay, next question. Would you rather have one real get-out-of-jail-free card or a key that opens any door? I want that key. That opens any door. Yeah, I mean, that's what's going to get me locked up, but I, would, I would want that key, man. Yeah. Okay, Brian, what do you say? Yeah, a key for sure. Okay, I'm. I want the get out of jail free card because that obviously gives me one free murder. <laughs> I get to kill anyone I want. Do, I get do out not of cross Jordan. What the yeah, fuck? You know, yeah. And there's a long list of people. <laughs> He's like Arya Stark. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly. what, what room I would be going into, but I'm like I like the idea that there's no locked door. I go into any room. Yeah. You, you know what? When I was in, uh, we were on a family trip. We went to Colorado and we stayed at the Ramada. You'd think it'd be a nice hotel. They gave us like it's a nice key. hotels. This is before uh, the swipe card. So we yeah. had keys. Yeah. Uh, I got, I took the key, I opened a door and I opened up the wrong room. So they must've given us like a master key or something. So I was opening up just rooms like, is this our room? Is this our room? <laughs> Why is there clothes in here? <laughs> I better close the door. He's clearing it all out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, next question. Uh <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'll answer this. Okay, would you rather be married to a 10 with a bad personality or a six with an amazing personality? <laughs> and I want to pre- pre- like preempt this. This has no... Uh, this has nothing to do with our real lives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pat, you go first. <laughs> I want to see how you, see how you handle this. <laughs> Sorry, it was, it was, it was a 10, a with, 10 a bad with a bad personality or a six with an amazing personality. It, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm cool. I mean, I'm yeah, I could do this. Married so to a 10 with a good head of personality. I know. Okay, so you're no, going to say 10 I, with a bad personality. No, I did like the six, I'm man. Six was yeah, a fantastic person. Like, okay, eventually, just like, just eventually, it's just like you can only you if you're married to someone, you have to like introduce them to people that you give a shit about. So it's just like if they have a bad personality, it's like, yo, your your fiance wife is very hot, but it's like it's like talking to bricks, man. Like, and then people would just shit talk you all the time, and then yeah. they would say about all the things they'd like to do to your wife in front of you. Because uh, they have no respect for them. So I don't know. I'd rather do like the six with a really good personality. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, that's what marriage is. <laughs> Life. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, I, I'm in agreement, actually. I would go with six with a bad person or a good personality. Yeah. Uh, because I feel the 10 with a bad personality would probably end up cheating on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> simple. It's simple. It's true. That is shit. Oh. Uh, okay. Next one. Uh, would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? Never have to stand in line, man. Never have to stand in line. Yeah, fuck. Way yeah. better. Yeah, Every restaurant so. that you want to go to, 
Oh, not rides, that there's rides, any rides at Disney World. Yeah, not that there's any yeah. any restaurants people are lining up to in Penticton. Although tonight the wipe spot was bumping. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes that would make perfect sense. Okay. Here we go. Would you rather be able to control animals, but not humans? Only you can only control animals with your mind, or control electronics with your mind. I, I'm going to go first. I think I'd rather control electronics. Just a standpoint of like, if I can control an ATM, just be like, <laughs> give me that cash, baby. Well, yeah, everything has electronics in nowadays, man. Like, mm-hmm. that'd be badass. Yeah. But I mean, I guess if you like, can, can like talk to dogs or control dogs and lions and stuff and get them to do your bidding for you. Yeah. Open doors, get free cash, fly a plane. Yeah. Rob a <laughs> bank. This lion is robbing a bank on my yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can control crimes. an elephant from the zoo. That's not a door. Yeah. yeah. I animals. I'd rather do the animals. Okay. Because then, like, way more practicality. If I see a bird and I'm hanging around with Jordan and the bird's over there and Jordan's pissing me off, I just control the bird to, like, fly down to swoop on Jordan. Okay, it convinced me, actually... That'd be so cool to be able to like walk around and just like have a yeah. flock of birds. Just I'm welcome, man. Be like Snow White, <laughs> just all the birds come to your shoulder. <laughs> okay, let's try to squeeze in a couple more here. Um, would you rather be only to use a fork with no spoon, or only be able to use a spoon with no fork? Oh, I would say I'm gonna say spoon. I love yeah. shoveling shit into my mouth. <laughs> spoons more. You can get it done. Spoons. Yeah, I yeah. think spoons the way to go. That's an easy one. Would you guys rather? <laughs> yeah. Would you rather every shirt you wear be kind of itchy or only able to use one ply toilet paper? Only able to use one ply toilet paper. Because mm-hmm. you can make one ply, 18 ply very quickly. That's true. And you okay. can just wash your hands. Yeah. yeah, the one thing and what people I'm sure love about <laughs> one ply. Happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one ply experience is that the little finger tickle you know, get something the odd time so, <laughs> surprise pleasant surprise for some uh, okay no um, but, sorry brian go ahead i remember we had one ply toilet paper when i was working for the government mm-hmm. and you just man you just wrap it you just keep wrapping it is a little bit like sandpaper though not gonna lie i did have a chafing asshole for a while but yeah, yeah. no okay uh, last one would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night or sweat not sweet maple syrup. They both suck, but I would say spaghetti <laughs> hair. I think if I ever got hungry, I think maple syrup. Yeah, I would go. Well, yeah, you're like, talking about just like sticky, like maple syrup coming out all over your body mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, no. yeah, okay, spaghetti no, hair. Even though your pillow would be a mess. <laughs> spaghetti hair, it is. Okay, that does it for Would You Rather this week. All right. That was a good would you rather. All right, take a quick break. And then uh, we're on to our last segment, second last segment. All right, welcome back. So our next segment is, and this happens more often than you think it does. It's called uh, fan questions. Does it happen more often than you think it does? What? I don't, nobody listens Wow. <laughs> Okay, so we got a we got a uh, question from Selena in uh, Victoria, British Ooh. Columbia. Yes, nice. uh, she said, "Hey guys, 
First time, long time. Uh, <laughs> I got a quick question for you guys. And this is for Jordan. So, oh. Jordan, did you ever get your insurance money for your tools? Thanks again for the show, guys. Love listening. Okay, Jordan. Well, thank you, Selena, for the question. Uh, as of yet, no, I haven't. I'm still in the process of uh, filling out the forms and getting everything completed. But I'm pretty confident that I will be paid some sort of sum by the insurance company for my uh, tools that were so rudely stolen from me. <laughs> Do you feel better now? Like, are you still upset about the entire incident? I'm more not. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm okay with the tools. Like, I'm. I'm. Matt, I'm not happy the tools are stolen. I'm okay now with the fact. Like, listen, insurance will cover it. It sucks, but now I'm more like it's more that little violating feeling of like, like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what have you? Uh, what have you done to like uh, secure the garage? So I'm going through that now. Uh, right now, that door is just two by four shut. Like I can't even go through that door if I wanted to. You're not kicking it in. Like I screwed through the door into the jam. Okay. Uh, I can only get through the big door right now. But again, that's not a long term solution. So. Uh, I'm talking to a friend of mine, uh, Mike, the carpenter that did some work for you. Uh, he mentioned I could get a commercial steel door put in with a whole steel jam and everything. So I'm going to, and it's not too bad either. So I think I'm going to get him to put that in as the door for now. You could also move. Not going to do like some home alone, like swinging pink hands shit. No, no, <laughs> no. Cause I'll probably get hit by it or my wife. Yeah. Uh, and then I also bought like this little, uh, that's a cheap camera off Amazon. Like, as I mentioned, I did have a camera last time on the outside that they just took. So this one's on the inside uh, and it actually makes an audible noise, like a siren noise when it senses motion and it's armed. So if someone ever is, is able to break through that commercial door, hopefully the sound will deter them enough to be like, oh shit, we got to go. Like, this is going to wake someone up. Got to go, got to go. And I also have I bought a couple of door sensors I'm going to put on that are wireless to my phone. Even though if it happens at night, I'm probably just gonna sleep right through it. So, <laughs> so you'd be like running out of your ginch if, like, if, need be. That. <laughs> if need be. I think if it happens again, like my truck's been broken into back there, uh, and the whole moving thing, like I feel it happens no matter where you are. Like I, I have some other friends that live in nicer neighborhoods, and they deal with like their bikes being stolen and shit like that. So, um. I think it's just one of the things we got to put up with. Like we are in a time too, where people are without jobs and who knows what, like what's going on. But uh, yeah, next time, like if I were ever able to, I don't know what I'd do. I don't want to say I would beat anyone up or anything, but I think I'd be mad enough where <laughs> something's going to happen. I hope it never does, but. Someone's going to goo goo squeeze. Someone's going to get goo goo squeezed for sure. <laughs> so thank you, Selena, for your question. Uh, I will update the show when I do get paid. It could be between now and the next two years but we'll see what happens yeah all right well there's our uh one of many fan questions in our next uh keep under, them coming folks keep them coming yeah that's uh hey don't touch that pod at gmail.com if we get more we'll start having our wives on the show <laughs> no. the real gossip all right uh Side note, my wife's actually kind of pumped to do this show. She's just like, yo, when are you going to have us on? And it's yeah. just like, never. Yeah. But I told my wife, I was like, we'll have you on soon. I feel like one of us is going to get divorced after our wife's on, but we really got a griller though. Oh God. Anyway. 
<laughs> okay. All right. So our last segment, second last segment of the pod is everyone's favorite dad blog. All right. Let's let our guests go first. Wow. You sure? Who's so. got the best one? I I don't know. I haven't heard them yet, Brian. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure mine's the worst. That's okay, what well, I'm thinking. Okay, Maybe I should you go. First, then. I'll set the bar super low. Keep it short Sorry. then too, if it's bad. Oh yeah. It's not too it's not bad. It's not good. Uh it's just average. Okay. Yeah. Um, so today like we normally uh so normally on the weekends, uh there's like an unspoken rule, sort of spoken, but it's sort of like Oh, it's my day off from work. Uh, I should probably help my wife out with the kids a little more often. Uh, and normally I like, it's like, yeah, I kind of forget sometimes. I forget that. So I, it's I an unspoken work. rule that you should show up as a dad on the weekends. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but uh, the thing I always forget is I forget to feed them. So I normally don't eat lunch on weekends. <laughs> yeah. You think it's bad, but uh, so uh, on more than one occasion, my wife's been like, uh, it's noon. What are the kids going to eat? I'm just like, oh, they eat? They eat? Oh, I thought, I was like, you took care of that. But uh, no, I, because I don't eat lunch. I eat lunch very rarely. So, but today I remembered to cook, cook lunch for uh, both my son and my daughter. And it was, I felt, and even though the lunch that I made, not very good. I, uh, we had instant noodles. I made uh, Shinra, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I made man. the Shinra Moon uh, for myself, and then uh, the non-spicy Samyang for my uh, daughter. I gotta tell you, I when I after I fed the children, and uh, as I was feeding them and cooking for them, I was just like, and my wife didn't have to interrupt and didn't have any suggestions. I was just like. Oh wow! I I feel so I legit felt so responsible. I was just like, this is this is I don't know how I can top this. They're eating my food, <laughs> eating these instant noodles. My uh, wife, <laughs> my wife is the reason like I'm better than I used to be. Like she constantly makes me a better person, but it sometimes bites her in the ass because like you know I <laughs> she bought like these like it's noodle packages with it came with noodles and vegetables. And I was like. Hell yeah, that's a that's a meal for a kid right there. Like yeah, yeah. you know, I got this, and then she's like, "You can't just do that all the time." So then, like the other uh, other day, it was like, "There's no dinner ready," and it was just like, <laughs> "Okay, well, I can't go to instant noodles." Okay, so I put together um, like cauliflower rice with um, like uh, meat. You know, it's kind of make like a dirty fried rice or something like that. And it was fucking awful. Like I whipped it together. <laughs> the only saving grace is like I'm sitting at the table and my wife is just pissed because like I just fed her just garbage. I'm like, well, we could have had some pretty quickly made noodles that you yeah. think are delicious. Yeah. But now I have in my head, I got to try to make something. Uh, my daughter's like, hates this. She doesn't want to eat any of it. Um, but I was like, you got to eat your dinner. It's served. <laughs> But me, I don't give really a shit. I just, as long as I'm full, I'm happy at the end of the meal for the most part. And I look over my son and he's just like plowing it in his mouth. <laughs> Attaboy. Yeah, it's my biggest fan. Nice. 
Both my kids hate me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter was not a big fan of me after that. You know? She's actually requested that dad never comes again. It's <laughs> oh, a good request, right. probably. Brian, was that your, anyway, end of your story then? That's my dad vlog. I fed my kids and I fed them instant noodles and they were both happy with it. Uh, my son actually ate quite a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I was worried that if he ate too many, he would be bigger than he already is. But well, he's, yeah, he's a big boy. He feels like he can start ripping handles off stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's scary, man. Uh, sorry, go back. I'll, I'll go next. Sure. So, like, my, like, I guess so, dad blog. So, like, this is quintessential, like, what it's like to be a dad. Like, um, my wife's, she's going to go to work nights. She works shit for her. Um, before she goes, you know, kids are bathed. Like, I'm bathed. And, like, they like to, like, just frolic around on our bed, you know, naked before we get them dressed or whatever. And of course, like my son, like gets in, like sitting there all happy, like you know, naked and on her pillow. She's like, "Don't you pee?" Like, oh no! What does he do? She just fucking pisses on her pillow, <laughs> on, her, on her sheets, and she just washed the bed. And like my wife loves clean sheets, like you know, whatever. It's like the treat. Lots of like, people do, day, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, of course, right? She's and of course, need- it's just like, "Don't you pee?" And then she's like, well, I'm going to work. And it's like, okay, now this is hilarious. Like, I'm just going to rotate the mattress, whatever. I'll just have to pee on my side. You're good. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 you can't do that. You wash the sheets. So that's that's dad right there. It's just like, well, fuck. Now, like, I was going to have, like, yeah. myself, no kids, no wife. Mm-hmm. I have to do fucking laundry or <laughs> rotate the rotate sheets the mattress, see if yeah. she notices. <laughs> I feel if that was me, <laughs> she's like, you, you can't rotate that mattress. Okay, just flip it. <laughs> kind of just like. That was my go to. I'm like, okay, we're just going to rotate. She's like, I just rotated. Like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed if my kid peed on my sheets. I'd be like, okay, someone's going to die. <laughs> like, I have two kids, I'm going to have one. Fair enough. It's one of my sons. Okay, one, one more. Like, because it just happened tonight. And it was absolutely hysterical. But like, so I have a, a daughter, older, brilliant son. Yeah. <laughs> one's, one's, one's going to trade school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So one's going to need a lot of attention. <laughs> so, you know, we do like family time in the bed. We're all like reading books. He wants to get off the bed. He's in his sleep sack. And so he jumps off my side. And then, like waddles around, waddles around. You're like, God, I'm tired, I'm not paying attention. He goes to my wife's side of the bed, and typical boy, because like, there's just like a glass of water there. Doesn't just drink it. He takes like the full glass of water. Like he must have had his like mouth open, ready to accept <laughs> the water, and dumps like you know a half a liter of water on his face and body. So now he's just like choking. He's hysterical. He's crying. His pajamas and sleep sack are wet. Oh, God damn. Basically waterboarded himself. <laughs> yeah, he was choking. He was like coughing for like, for like two minutes. It was like... Your son's pretty funny. Actually, I told I texted you when I saw this um, at the hospital where I work. Uh, your wife works at the same hospital and there's a daycare kind of, it's a separate building as we're behind, but lots of time they take the kids for a walk. So it's, it's kind of funny. Like you, you're walking down and there's like a trail of kids. And there's a while they yeah, they say hi. It's it's pretty nice to see them walk walking around. Uh, and then this one in particular, they had a big stroller. That's like a six person 
a six seater. It's a, a big red thing. It's a buggy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Pat's son looks basically like Pat, just like a little bit more Asian. <laughs> well, a lot more Asian, but uh, <laughs> so I'm, look, I'm looking at this train come by. I'm like, oh, I'm waving to the kids. And right at the front of this train is <laughs> your kid just sitting there. And I'm like, he, I think they're all just waving at the grounds guy because he's in the big tractor. But just zero smile on his face, just deadpan, just like <laughs> pretty much. That's what you head, want to hear yeah. as a parent, right? <laughs> in my head, I'm just like, this kid is not loving this right now. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was actually Pat's kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. I texted Pat right after. I was like, hey, I just saw Miles. Yeah, you know, and you, as a parent, you're just like, oh, I wonder what happens when I, like, say goodbye to my yeah. child with a bunch of strangers. And here's your friend reporting that they're not happy. Well, it's not, it's not like he's super angry, but I wonder, I wonder if he would have been happier just walking. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. When, when he gets outside, he's just kind of like paralyzed. He just, does, he just doesn't like the outdoors. No, he does. He does. But like, I think he just—I don't know if it's a pandemic thing, but mm-hmm. he gets paralyzed almost by. We took him to the playground yesterday, and mm-hmm. like, took a lot to get him to actually move instead of just like watch. Yeah. Other <laughs> humans moving. Yeah. Is your son still very small? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for our kids to meet. I can't wait to bring uh, K Dot over to meet oh uh, to meet Miles. I think I think they weigh the same. It's gonna be awesome. No, he's 30. probably like. Tw- Did you just say your son's thirty pounds? I think he's thirty. Pounds. Oh my I god! Think, I think my son's like eighteen pounds. Oh shit! I, I shit you not. Like he's uh, sixteen months. And he's like in the, the nine to twelve month pants. He doesn't have legs. Is what it is. Like he just has like no his dad. His- <laughs> just like his dad. Skinny, skinny legs. No, but he doesn't have length on the legs. Oh. Right, like he's like half his age in pants, but he's like normal on top. So he's just Uh, like, yeah, yeah. No, my my son's in. uh, I think he fits. He's like eighteen months is getting tight on the kid, and he's into two year old clothes. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck, man. That's pretty much the same weight as Monroe is. (laughs) It's awesome. And my daughter, yeah, yeah, they gotta be pretty pretty close. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll finish up. My dad blog for the week um, is we went, I took uh, Monroe skating for the first time. Well, we had as oh, a family. Wow. Me as a family went, we went skating. Did uh, she have bobskates? Yeah, so my uh, sister-in-law got her bobskates for Christmas. Oh, wow. Uh, I wasn't, I was like, as a guy who skated for like a long time, I wasn't quite sure about them, but I was like, you know what? They're learning, like really, whatever. They, as long as they can get on the ice, what it, like, what's it matter? So we hop on there and yeah, she loves like kicking her legs, moving, but... Uh, like I was holding her under the arms at like a wide stance and I'm like, oh, this, this is easy. After about 10 minutes, my feet and like my lower back was like killing me. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, Oh, you want to try skating? Like I just like hold her by the hood as she's like moving her feet. She was doing it too. And she's like, no, no, I want you to carry me. I was like, up, I got to pick her up. She's like, no, no, no. Like I want to go back. I want to kick my feet as you like hold, like support my weight. Yeah. <laughs> so we did this for like, probably about 20 minutes and i'm at the end like i listen i tell my wife i was like i can't do this i can't keep doing it so i put her in the sled we bought like well like one of those canadian tire little blue sleds and just skate as fast as i could with this like with her behind me thinking in my head like i hope the string doesn't break <laughs> like because we're at we're at horlack park skating 
So, uh, oh, shit. and then finally I started doing circles and just like dragging her behind me uh, and trying to be super careful where she doesn't like bubble out. Like she had a ho- hockey helmet on and everything. Uh, <laughs> and finally at the end, I tried to take this hard turn and she goes completely sideways, like all the helmet, <laughs> just skating along the ice. I was like, oh shit. I was like, are you okay? She's like, yep. <laughs> just about all she said. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty cool experience. Like I haven't really got to do like we were planning like swimming lessons, but those got canceled with COVID. Uh, yeah. And I was going to take her too. So I haven't really got to teach her too many like activities. Okay. Yeah, I've, ta- I've taught her a lot of like s- more stupid things, probably like stupid things she shouldn't say or do. But uh, yeah, this is the first like real teaching moment I've been able to do. So like you kind of hold her up. I was like telling her like stride her feet. And when yeah. she was on her own, she was able to kind of move at least. So it gives me hope for next year where I planned uh up the up the regiment and maybe get her to bomb around the ice a bit more so yeah that's my dad blog for the week yeah you're definitely a better dad than i am i cannot teach my child do you know how to skate yourself i can skate yeah but i would not have the patience so it's just like okay okay move your feet (laughs) move your feet feet. (laughs) even jujitsu is just like okay i can't teach you it's just too much (laughs) all right all right, good good week of dad blogs. Oh God! All right, so uh, let's uh, get back to our beer review. Who wants to go first? Uh, let's go in the order we pre- we'll let Paco last. Okay. Uh, okay, so I have the Big Rig Premium Pilsner from the Big Rig Brewery in Canada, Ontario. Um, you know what? I I'm a big fan of pilsners in general. Uh, and it was good. It was a 5.2% alcohol by volume and uh, a tall can, which, as we've stated, is not my favorite, but uh, it was good. Uh, wasn't the best Pilsner I had. It could be like this beer looks like it's a bit outdated. So, they don't uh, go bad. What? They don't go bad. They don't go bad, but I have had some skunky beer before. Uh, yeah. Is so, this one skunky? No, this one tasted fine. So I'm going to give it... Uh, Again, it's not the best pilsner I've had. I'll give it a 6.9 out of 10. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'm usually in the six. To, most of the beers I've had have been six, low sixes to higher sevens. This will be kind of like on the lower middle part. Good. All right. Um, <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> this close to reviewing a non-alcoholic beer tonight. And I probably should have, given how I feel right now, but I'll try to rate this. We should really, in one episode, uh, depending on the gas, maybe, have a non-alcoholic beer review. <laughs> we should try it out. I might do this next week. I've done the non-alcoholics. It's a waste of time. <laughs> you don't like them, man. <laughs> yeah. That's the um, point. <laughs> I, I agree. Well, the point is I don't get headaches after and my uh, face isn't hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not itchy all over my skin. Just empty calories. <laughs> I digress. Or allergies. Uh, so I had the uh, Phillips Raspberry Weedale. And I remember, so I don't think I've actually reviewed this on the show, but I have had this. I had this with my wife. Uh, this is really good. This is uh, better than I remembered it, actually. So it's a... Uh, so they make this beer called the Dino Sour, and this would be very similar to a Dino Sour that's not sour. So I would give this a uh, this is an easy four out of five for me. Uh, I would drink this again. 
it is a wheat ale. You can definitely, it's raspberry for sure. So it's flavored beer, uh, 5%. Yeah. Can highly recommend this. I would drink this again, especially in the summer. Nice. And the, uh, um, Six fifty mil. Ooh, that's real, real big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, of course, yeah. Dad, waiting this up. Yeah, uh, you know, ten scale, five scale. You can use whatever scale you'd scale, like. Scale, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do like a seventy-three out of one hundred. Oh, Actually, oh. So that'd be seven points. points. Yeah. You'd you'd buy it again. I would actually. You know, it was uh, it was quite crisp. Um, I did quite like the little hints of, of lemon. Ooh. I didn't quite pick up the chamomile. Uh, Is it? Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a hoppy beer then. No, it was a wheat ale, right? So, okay. uh, yeah, it was super crisp, nice and light. You know, a little bit of that lemony. You know, not very sweet. Yeah. But, uh, nice. Where uh, Where was it brewed? Uh, it is BC. It's oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Style that's a, Canadian. But it was, a Canadian brew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a <laughs> Dagerad brewing in uh, Thunderbird Crescent for. Beautiful. All Good. right. I recommend it. That's awesome. All right. Well, that, uh, that about does it for another episode of Hey, Don't Touch That. Is that that's the name, right? Yeah, it's not Touch This like you said last week. <laughs> okay. Hey, well, don't touch this. I want to thank you again, Pat, for joining us. Yes, thank uh, you listeners, so much. Listeners, hey, please, please uh, subscribe. Go to iTunes, review, give us a five-star rating. Mm-hmm. And tell your friends. Tell your friends we need more listeners. Or, yeah. or we can just keep this broadcasting to our friends. But anyway, uh, whenever you're listening to, good day, good night, good evening. We'll see you next time. Good night. Good night.